Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello. Hey. Hey. <laughs> so we're live and we are talking with Alper. Uh, is it Gergin? Do I pronounce it like that? Yeah, yeah. Correct, Matt. Super, super. And we are, we're going to talk about why brand is important for leaders to attract and retain top talent, the importance of culture and brand, types of cultures in the workforce and how to build them up, and the importance in coaching within an organization. Yes. Yeah. It's a delight to have you here, Alpha. I'm really looking forward to this. It's going to be so insightful. Likewise. So, Alpha, what what are you what are you uh, what are you doing uh, at the moment for uh, workwise? Uh, actually, uh, I'm working as a uh, talent acquisition and employee branding manager in a multinational company, and also I have a book of uh, first 100 days at corporate life for the newcomers, new joiners to the professional life. Also, I have a, a lecture in two universities in Turkey about business practices, also human resources, and I'm a certified coach for EMCC. Plus, I would be in two months for, a, for, for ICF, actually. And also, I'm a point of view practitioner, actually, like, you know, this kind of stuff. Lots of things on my basket, I can say. Absolutely. Wow. What, what a breadth of experience and must really help you with your coaching, having such um, diverse opportunities with all those people that you get to meet. Yes, actually, I'm just, you know, enjoying the part of coaching also in my interviews as well. The first, you know, part is over there, actually. After I joined the coaching world, my you know, uh, perspective on my job has been extremely changed because now I'm just asking candidates not, you know, uh, uh, close-ended questions, also open-ended questions I'm just asking. And I'm asking much more what, how, rather than why. So it's helped me to understand much more their, you know, aspirations, much more their understanding of their life. Sometimes I use points of view cards as well. So it's really, you know, make me enjoy with my job as well. Fab, it is such a such an unlocker, isn't it? Because you know, if we once we get the right questions, once we really um, seek to understand, then actually we gain so much more information about the people that we're engaging with, and then we're better able to support them, aren't we? We're better able to see, particularly, I'm guessing, in in your role in attracting and retaining people, making sure that you know what it is they're going to need to be able to not just um, survive but to thrive. Being able to ask those more insightful questions must be really helpful in that. Yeah, sure, sure. Actually, sorry for 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 the outside noise. Just a second. No problem, no problem. So, yeah, I mean, I think 
you know, why brand is important for leaders, Kim? Is that is that basically the brand of the business or is that the brand of the uh, leader who is recruiting for the business? For, for me personally, I'd love to know Alpha's view, but for me personally, it's both. Because actually, we know that we join the leader, not the as much as we join the organisation. Um, and research shows that 57% of people leave the boss, not the business. So that tells us how important the individual brand is. And I know from kind of personal experience, I had somebody ask me once in an interview, they were like, you've moved around a lot, Kim. So what would give me confidence that you are going to stay if I give you the job here? And I said, well, I can honestly say I've never yet left the leader who recruited me. I have left the leader that replaced them. So my response would be to ask you, are you intending to leave? And he was like, it was a great response. I went, it's an honest one. I genuinely, over the years, have left the person that replaced the person that recruited me because we, you know, maybe there wasn't a value fit or it just didn't gel anymore. So personally, for me, individual brand as the leader, as much as organizational brand, are really important because if they're out of kilter, then there's a disconnect. But but that's just my personal opinion. I'd love to know your view on that. Yeah, sure. Because when people approach you with your also personal brand, with the company brand, people much more, let's say, think about you that I can get more from that organization as well as from that person. Because in nowadays world, people really, you know, have their personal image plus their, let's say, their professional image together. So as a coach, when I, you know, uh, per- perform in my company, people also look at my CV as well. Who is Alper? What is he doing? Who, I'm, who I am interviewing with? Look, this company is hiring that kind of person. So that's a great combination of attracting people to your organization as well. Moreover, you have talented people in your organization. More, uh, more you have, uh, let's say, um, hypo talents from the industry in your company. I believe in that, actually. I completely agree. I think, you know, there's so much untapped potential in our people. And those organizations that really invest in bringing that out, in helping the, in helping the talent that they've got to understand their blind spots and shine a light on them, or to... Um, to get the additional um, support, mentorship and belief in themselves to enable them to kind of take those steps and fly. They're the ones that we're seeing have got really great retention and great recommendations. They never have a worry about filling a role because everyone's desperate to work for them because of those those parts. And I think the additional research I I saw showed that 64% of people would take a pay cut if they were given a different boss. So actually, you know, looking into those parts, and there was another um, statistic about the number of millennials that are currently seeking to find alternate employment because of the lack of um, development opportunities there are around their leadership style and their leadership skills. Um, So it's, it's, becoming significantly more important would you agree yeah actually especially for millennials part when i just contact with the millennials they really you know emphasize what are you doing in your professional life plus your uh, ex-profession i mean like you know for your extra professional life because people really millennials want let's say 
multidimensional people in let's say in 30, 30, uh, 360 degree expect people in uh, around their self because they want to improve themselves in different experiences so they will emphasize on that I love that. And there was the World Economic Forum's report, I think it was back in 2018, but it was talking about the um, skills gaps, the, the matrix of skills that would be needed for us to lead effectively by 2022 and beyond. And actually, emotional intelligence, social influence and social presence were three of the 10 skills um, that were being looked for in leaders for them to be effective by then because of the changing requirements of the generations we're now leading you know people want us to be multifaceted like you say so that we can develop as multifaceted people ourselves yeah Kim. actually i'm doing a thesis now in my academician let's say profession i can say because i i'm doing a master thesis as well at the same time and i'm working on the people awareness on new capabilities of the future because like and when I ask people why they are change, why they are intending themselves to change, they always say, say have the same answer because we want to be updated. So millennials are also want to be updated in every aspect because, as you say, the world is changing. People are multitasking. People have new skills. So the important thing is, are people willing to change? If yes, I guess so. They need coaching. <laughs> Well, it's true, but I think interesting. Sorry. So, uh, when when it comes to the importance of culture and brand, um, it, obviously with COVID and with remote working and things like this, it's become very difficult. But how how has that? How important is that within within HR? It's a really, really, really uh, difficult question to answer, not because we like, you know, for one and a half year, we are working on that because culture didn't come just with the, you know, the attributes. It comes with the tension of the people, you know, their willingness to change, their, you know, personal stuff, what they're feeling, what they are, what they are, how they are approaching to the new world. It really differs person to person. For example, for a mom, the culture means like you know dealing with the kids at home while they are working but for is a for instance for a single person they want to have just well-being or you know just to have some time personal time because some of the people are really complaining about they are working too much some of the people are just telling that i sh i should you know deal with my children so it comes with the people that say characteristics, people, personal life. So it's a really difficult question to answer. But the important thing is we have to personalize HR for every type of people in our new era, I guess. It's true, isn't it? I mean, well, the thing we have to remember is that we're all individuals and we all have our own um, challenges and we all have our own opportunities. And it's about how we all fit together, isn't it, in, in the culture of that organisation. But I think those organisations that recognise um, that at the heart we all want to be listened to, we want to be understood and we want to be respected and therefore they try and work with us on those parts. I think they're the ones where we really make a significant difference because um, people can see that they're going to be treated on their outputs, you know, that rather than 
necessarily I turned up at nine, sat at my desk and I stayed there until five. Certainly for me, since yeah, becoming a mum, I've had to evolve the way I work. I spent most of my working life being the one that like, you know, turned up when the office opened and, and they turfed me out at the last at the last bit because I was brought up in that culture where it was that it was not just what you did, but it was how much you demonstrated you were working. And obviously that isn't that's just not achievable when you've got a little person that's, you know, your responsibility and my joy to look after. So it's had to evolve. But some of that was evolving my mindset because the people that I work with were like, yeah, it's fine. We're going to we're going to judge you on your outputs, not on your inputs. But it was still that um, having to work on my mindset to be able to make that change, to be able to um, get comfortable with the fact that I was still delivering exactly what they expected me to do, just in a new combination of some hours in the office and some hours when when my little one's gone to bed. And I, I guess COVID's helped with that in the fact that we've all been forced to work from home. So all of a sudden, um, that whole theory that you can't be working if you're not in the office is is kind of dissipated for so many, hasn't it? Yeah, actually, for instance, me, now I'm outside, I'm having, a, let's say, an issue with my car, but my, I can just, you know, join that uh, call and I can be with all you guys. So that's the advantage of having COVID. Yes, there are some, you know, <laughs> minimum advantages because sometimes you cannot make this kind of calls even with the distances like that. But we got used to, to connect to each other whatever the distance is and whatever the circumstances is, that's the first learning, I guess, for all humans uh, for, uh, as a mindset, I guess. So also the employers, I mean, learn how to manage their employees in that kind of situation because you cannot make up this uh, in a, let's say, test environment and let employers change their minds that that can be possible. So. Sometimes, like, you know, taking the positive part of it, as we all say as coaches to our, or our, our clients, seeing the positive way also can do attitude of anything. It's changing the world as, as, as we can see now, actually. Very, very interesting. So in terms of the types of cultures in, in the workforce and how to build them up, I mean, we're, we're basically just adapting, aren't we, to, to their lifestyles and their upbringings and perhaps their chosen working hours and routines, right? Yeah, actually, uh, Matt, it's, it's very interesting in Turkey now, actually, also in our global part of our business. Uh, it changes to country to country, but also the people needs are very important over there. So we have a very flexible system in terms of working hours. For instance, I'm in now outside, but uh, I'm available with my mobile, as you see. Also, let's say I have some another, let's say a laptop, another thing like you know with me as well. So um, it's yeah, it's interesting. Like you know, I think the working hours might say the changing. Because, like, you know, people are able to, uh, can, you know, deliver their results in the time frame that, the, that they have tasks, I mean, deadlines, their deadlines. For instance, if a person uh, has a deadline of three days to complete his task or her task, that's it. Whatever time it is, he finishes it. It's not important. If the business wins, if the person wins, and everyone is winning on the same table, that's it. So, so working hours 
will be a just a legal term i i guess so in the future yeah very much so i'm looking forward to what they promised us with the industrial revolution to be honest you know <laughs> we've been waiting for decades for those results right like come on i want to work work less and make more money right like that's what be, we've been saying that like when they got rid of the tractor yeah uh, sorry when they got rid of the horses and brought in the tractors yeah um you know but so what do you think the importance in uh, coaching is within uh, the organization i guess so it's there is a huge importance over that after covid situation actually we learned that coaching helps people to look at themselves in a different aspect in a different let's say mirror i guess so i'm working with seven or eight people from our organization yes i'm an hr guy but, but also i have coaching skills i'm using my coaching aspect coaching mindset when i'm just you know working with them actually i can see their development and i can see their let's say mindset change day by day you know coaching is just not a let's say magic tool just you know that can change someone day to day but in the time let's say in two months time in three months time i can really say that their performance is increasing plus their motivation to do life is increasing because they when their awareness increases they know what to do because when i just ask someone from here like you know what is your main problem actually as a person they always say that i don't know what to do i don't know what to do with myself so coaching is you know the right answer i guess to make people to understand what they need to do about themselves i love that it's it's so important isn't it because i remember many years ago be, you know being asked um if you're a coach does that mean you're just better than me and it was like no because <laughs> actually you know we if if we think about all the top athletes and all the top politicians all the top um business people sports people actors actresses they've all got a coach and if their coach were better than them it would be their coach that we that we know but the fact is you know i always explain my job is to stand behind you and let you know that actually when you run you run ever so slightly to the left and if you didn't do that you could shave 3 seconds off your personal best so i basically can just help you see your blind spots but it's why i've got a coach because i'm a human being i've got blind spots too and i'm blind to them because <laughs> they're blind spots so actually you know as well as being a coach i have a coach because i genuinely believe in the importance of having somebody to help shine a light on those things because you want to continue to grow continue to evolve and to be the best that you can be you know we're all naturally driven to continue to evolve my nan used to say every day's a school day and god bless her she was right because we learn something new every day if we keep our mindset in that open space to go I wonder what it's going to be today it might be i learn something that i know i'm not going to do that again <laughs> or hopefully i'm going to learn something that says oh that went quite well let's keep going yeah that's that's fantastic i'm really i'm really uh, mindful of your time alper and it'd be lovely to have a conversation uh, conversation afterwards and you know we try to keep our broadcasts fairly fairly short so thank you everyone for listening we we really appreciate it and yeah look out for for kim tomorrow she's going to be uh, streaming live again and thank you again uh alper it's been been great we'll we'll have a conversation in a, in a moment yes, thank you kim like thank you so much Take care. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.